freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode number 243 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. The theme today is Royals Revenge, mm-hmm. and our guests, guests with the S today, <laughs> are Ed Vanderley and George Nelson, for the, and for the past 11 years, Ed has owned and operated the Arizona Rough Riders, and now has partnered with George Nelson to create Rough Rider Total Entertainment, Arizona's favorite professional stunt action team. These trained professionals who always put safety as priority one perform cowboy stunt shows for the delight and enjoyment of audiences ranging from school field trips to corporate outings. Under these two men's leadership, the Rough Riders produced recently a full-length feature film titled Royals Revenge. Welcome to the show, Ed and George. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Good to see you. You too. This is awesome. So just a little backstory. Ed was uh, our our sound studio producer, you know, runner of all things behind the scenes uh, for several years uh, yes. before we moved the studio home. Now we're in our home studio. Which he helped us set up too. Yeah. And, you know, who you, who you going to call when you don't know what this cord <laughs> plugs into that widget so um yeah so uh we have lots of of wonderful um stories and history with ed and george we're just meeting for the first time so pleasure to meet you absolutely and i i see that uh ed is uh looking quite spry today with his (laughs) azf hat on yes at least 10 percent more handsome than normal right now today thank you and it, it was on purpose. So it was by accident <laughs> that I, I did that. Um, Marketing it, genius. It, yes. Well, you know, uh, want to point out too that uh, we are both also customers of AZ Firearms. Yes, we are. So yes, yes. We love, we, we love the, we love the store. All roads lead back to AZ Firearms. I love it. Yes. Well, I, I would like to make a comment <clears throat> that Ed taught me how not to click a pin at the microphone when Cheryl's talking. <laughs> she's fact, got that not, pin and I'm just watching her thumb. I'm watching I, her thumb going, don't click it, Cheryl. I don't, I don't have a pin. I'm not allowed to have a pin. <laughs> no, you're not. He is so not. He is so not. And if, you, uh, if, you, if you go back in the archives and listen to shows from about a year and a half ago, all you hear is click, click. This. That was Dan. <laughs> I thought that was something technical that you didn't get right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let's blame the sound guy. All right, fine. I'll, my fault. Don't my ever bad. blame the sound guy because he also has the suck button, right? 
<laughs> I used to. It's called mute. Yes, yes. All right. Well, let's talk about you guys. Um, How do you go from, you know, just having this rough and rowdy, but very safety minded group of stunt men and women to making like not a short, not like a, a little quickie film, but a whole full length feature movie. I mean, holy cow. Well, it's it's an interesting story, and I'll, I'll start it off, and I'll let George kind of fill you in on some of the details. But believe it or not, we actually started this film to be a short. Okay. And we, we planned it on being like 20 minutes long because we wanted to go out and get funding to do it right and, you know, a full feature and do it right because we didn't have it. But we ended up with so much footage, and it turned out so well, we both looked at each other and went, yeah, we've got to do the whole thing now. So we pulled in every favor we had. But a little bit on the history of Royals Revenge, I'll let George tell you. Uh, it's actually a story I wrote about 20 years ago um, and never got around to filming it, actually. And uh, Ed and I have been talking about it for the last eight or nine years Yeah. and uh, made a few attempts to run at it. didn't happen. And, uh, and we decided, we were, like Ed said, we were going to go and shoot a short. We were hoping to get... 20, 30 minutes of footage. And, and fortunately slash unfortunately, we ended up with about 50 solid minutes. We're, there was no room for edit. It was beautiful. So mm-hmm. we, that's when we got with our crew and said, come on guys, let's just, we had another 45, almost 50 minutes to it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and here we are today. It was amazing was our, we stumbled upon this crew that just turned out to be amazing. Not, amazing. The, the actors are phenomenal in it too. But the, this crew that we found was just incredible and which it's the stars aligned and everything turned out. And so we, we are confident that uh, once this film is completed, because right now it's in the final stages, we got like two weeks left of it being in sound and all original music, all original score for it. Uh, and the movie's done. Wow. And matter of fact, we already have Harkins wanting to release it in a, in a theater run. Uh, people, already interested in it for overseas distribution and there's only been there's a two-minute trailer that's it yeah that's it well it is quite the trailer uh it's so exciting i mean it really gets your your interest it gets your heart pumping and then the the line that i love the most i don't know if it's like your a tagline that you meant for it to like really grab but it did and it's something like revenge is a family business and I'm yes. like, we're in a family business. So I'm like. Yes. <laughs> so Ed, how, yeah. can, uh, how can people see that uh, right now? Okay. So uh, the, you can go to roughridertotalentertainment.com or uh, our Facebook, Rough Rider Total Entertainment. Uh, it's all over that. Uh, the trailer. The trailer is all over that part of it. And uh, it, it's, again, it's a two minute trailer, high def 4K trailer that, turned out just absolutely amazing uh in the trailer too all the music is an original score by mr kevin ty who is, is doing <laughs> he keeps adding stuff <laughs> i know i know we, we originally had planned a four-week sound window and he keeps saying oh with the covid slowing everything down like it has can i have another week give me two more weeks if you got time i got some ideas and he's in fact we spent saturday over there both of our daughters were in the film mm-hmm. ed's youngest daughter shay Mm-hmm. And my youngest daughter, Katie. So we had to go over and do some ADR work over at the studio. And he was showing us all the stuff he's coming up with. And it's just amazing. It's, it's, 
it's lightning in a bottle, I believe. You know, we, we really lucked out. It's not everyone that worked on it with us. They loved it as much as we loved it. And uh, you, it'll show when you see the film. That is so cool. And so earlier you said um, that you stumbled on a great crew. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I think because you're stuntmen that maybe what you did was uh, maybe you high fell into. Ah, but don't boom. But I'm here. Uh, I'm here uh, all week. I'm here all week. <laughs> Looking for the tie-ins. Whoa, hello. Is that Shay? That was Shay and that that was my mother-in-law. Yes. Hello. Of course, we're, you know, homeschooling or home learning, distance learning or whatever they're calling it. So all uh, of us for sure. So go ahead, Drew. I was gonna say the crew, um, the crew that we ended up stumbling onto, as Ed said, was the the cinematographer and the director. Um, we worked with on another film many years ago. Mm -hmm. And the actually the director was one of the actors on the other film. And the cinematographer was, that film was his first film out of film school. So I've had a relationship with them over the years and they're great guys and they brought some of their friends in and it was just our skills and their skills meshed together really well and complemented each other. And, uh, oh, excuse me. and uh, yeah, it, it just worked out really well. And uh, they're super talented young guys, uh, the whole crew. I mean, we're so proud of them. And that is the, the director is actually the lead actor in this film is, as well. Yeah. And he's, Absolutely amazing. Kellen Garner. Uh, Say his name again. Kellen Garner. Okay. Kellen he, Garner. Uh, he plays the, the lead role in this. And then uh, we, we basically used, I'd say 99.9% of all the performers in here are from Arizona. Nice. Because uh, we, we're, we're tied Arizona, to Arizona people. Yeah. Yes. We're tied that's to Arizona fantastic. somehow. Which is, well, which is something that's really lacking now in Arizona in the film industry. And that's what we're trying to also bring attention to is a, a high quality, good film that's not only acted well, produced well, filmed well, but we have an advantage being that we're stuntmen. George has been choreographing stunts in live theater and movies for so many years now. That's not a... <laughs> not a ding. <laughs> I'm within arm's reach. It's back. It's back. back. George, uh, I, I, I'm sorry to tell you. I think he just called you old. I'm sorry. I just I, I, well, I am old right so here. So <laughs> I earned it. I earned it. He's well, older I'm, than I'm, me. Well, okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, so he said they're 99 were from Arizona, mm-hmm. and with you know, I have a background in in this kind of stuff and you didn't call me and ask me if I wanted to be in it. What, what is your background in this kind I, of stuff, babe? I was at the Golden Horseshoe. Oh, that's true. In Disneyland. In Disneyland. In Disneyland, yeah. Stage at the Golden Horseshoe. Yes. And um, I thought... As the town drunk. It was, it was something to behold. <laughs> anyway, you guys, <laughs> the preview is awesome. I, I, I kept him from falling off the stage, though, so yeah. I, I did my part. I'll but, drink to that. Well, we did. We did come to. We did come to Dan for help on this, and we asked him for a to borrow a weapon oh, from AZ Firearms. True. Yes, and it's actually uh, it, it's what we call the hero shot in the movie, and it, it's a, a, a very long uh, rifle, repeating rifle, where she is shooting somebody from about a hundred yards out. Am I allowed and to, this, to show this? And there's this shot where the the hero sure. the, the, the the so there's two that there's three brothers and a sister and she uses this turn your phone sideways yeah oh it's kind of hard i mean you know what maybe i can get it on mine here a little bit better but uh the uh there's a the sun is setting in the background yeah it was awesome and it was just amazing and for that we will also we're giving you guys film credit for it can you see it oh, awesome there? 
There we go. There you yes. Go. Yeah, awesome. yeah, you did better. That's well, beautiful. Well, you sure I didn't need to do That's that. Gorgeous. You know, whatever we have is yours. So, but well, thank you very much. Can we buy this afternoon to pick up that Gatling gun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> careful, <laughs> careful. I tell you They're what, we take really, you up on it. we really wanted to find a way to use it. It just didn't fit in the story. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. Well, it'd be in the next one. You're going to do a sequel. There you yeah. go. There you go. Exactly. It's going to be something because it's, it's really high quality. I was, I was really surprised. It was really, well, I wasn't surprised. Because Ed, you everything a you do is surprise. quality. Everything okay. that you're behind is quality, but uh, it's it was, it was really nice to see that. Absolutely, we're, we're super pleased with it. Well, so you were talking about you know this great team that that you put together and and you know how talented they are, and really you know like you know attracts like, and you know as the experience that you guys both bring to the table is incredible. And I know George, you know, you've been in the industry over 30 years. You've performed thousands of live action uh, stunt shows all over the world. I mean, you're taking our culture. Uh, was it always in, in cowboy garb or is it, you know, no. sometimes? No, we've, I've done different themes of shows, medieval, pirate, you know, minor, whatever. He, built, um, he actually built a stage that was a ship down in uh down in the caribbean for doing a pirate stunt show yeah we did oh, a, wow. a legend thomas too yeah uh, over in bermuda actually we were over bermuda, there for yeah. two seasons so cool and that uh i have written down here correct me if i'm wrong that you've done two high falls from the rafters of chase field uh one from the rafters the first year i did it we did a 75 foot fall we did off the side one of the signs but the second year we went back i went off the roof yeah. wow off the roof at the top 110 foot yeah oh my gosh yeah we did no. that during the game <laughs> it, it is quite it is quite the sight he he has video of it and uh we'll share that with everybody if they want to see it it was Heck yeah you know he, we, we were doing a we were putting on a big event about 10 years ago and we got local legend spanky spangler he came out and was going to do a big high fall. So mm -hmm. we got a big crane and went up about 120 feet in the crane. Now I, I'm a stunt man. I, I've done some pretty decent falls, but George took us up in the crane and we got all the way up and I was white knuckling that thing <laughs> looking down. And now this fall bag is massive, but you get all the way up there and it looks like a little sponge you do the dishes with. <laughs> and that's, that's the same bag he fell into in about the same distance. Ugh. And, no. Puckered up, puckered up my butt. Yep. <laughs> oh my For sure that. Um, so going to, you know, this whole idea of putting a film together and using local talent and, and you know, kind of the, the independent mindedness of it, kind of walk us through that. How, how do you navigate all the various professional organizations like the Screen Actors Guild and, and probably yeah. unions that I don't even know about? Like, how does that work? So we are a non-union film. Mm -hmm. um, we did have a little negotiation with SAG because two of the actors we used were SAG. But with the COVID thing going on, SAG is pretty much shut down right now. So they're not responding to anything. Well, they're not responding in a timely manner. Not even close. <laughs> um, so are you and, asking for forgiveness instead of permission? Is that where we're going well, here? <laughs> not asking for anything, honestly. But uh, they, yeah, we, we, were trying to, we were trying to play by some of their rules. But we're, we're, an, we're an independent non-union film so we can go by our own rules pretty much um and both ed and i have been in management for years so as far as managing the process i don't think that was a big deal for mm -hmm. us 
Um, I think for this particular project, it was the budget was so tight that was tough to manage for us, which we we did. We you know we came through and uh, like Ed said, we called in a ton of favors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had people, we had stuntmen that had worked for us over the years. You came in from Utah. They came in from California. Um, I have a friend of mine from 30 years ago. Her daughter flew out from North Carolina just to get the experience on the set. Um, so our, we had, our art director came in from Colorado, and yeah. he, but he, I mean, he lived here for many years and been friends with George for 35 years. Yeah. yeah. And he, he came in to do all the art for the, for the entire film. Yeah. Bill, he, he designed wow. all of our sets and everything. It was, it was pretty awesome. He did a great job. And he gets shot by your gun. That's right. He got shot by your gun. <laughs> We called in a lot of favors and Ed and I pretty much managed the project ourselves. Fortunately, again, our team, our director and our DP, they managed their own crews and they did such a great job. Well, I guess in that way, in those ways, COVID maybe worked a little in, in the favor of getting this film made because people are, they're out of work. They're unable to, you know, do what they would mm-hmm. normally be doing and um, eager to help out, eager to be a part of something, um, to practice their craft. Uh, so interesting. The, the, the interesting part about the way we did this film was when we originally did the short, uh, that became the end of the movie. And we filmed all of that here locally in Phoenix. So what we did instead of, you know, it, it has an ending. So we, we basically wrote a prequel the beginning of the story and we filmed most of that in Seligman, Arizona up North. Mm. So when we shot the first part, COVID wasn't really, it hadn't hit yet. No. There, there was, it, this was back in, what was it? January? Yeah. January? January. Yeah. It was still barely in the news. And mm-hmm. but by the time the second part came around, it was in full force. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was re- really interesting to get it done during that time frame. Yeah. We had to keep the set down to, you know, six to eight people on the set at a time. Uh, our cinematographer and his crew were very cautious. Mask, everyone wore masks mm-hmm. and we, we experienced, a, you know, we did the social distancing and the food wrap and it, it, we followed all the rules. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Everybody yeah. was, was on board. So when, when will, when do you expect that the public will be able to see the full movie? Well, it all depends really on what Harkins is going to do. Because we, we would like to have a premiere in the theater at Harkins. And they're talking about letting it do a run there for about a month. Uh, and then we're going to talk about distribution for online streaming uh, and overseas. They're really interested in it overseas because they love Westerns. And, uh, but uh, we will have a big premiere. And, of course, you guys will be invited to premiere. You're oh, part of this you. movie. So... Uh, it'll be so excited. That's a bucket list item. I would have never even thought to put in my bucket. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So are you, do you already have plans for something else for another movie? Oh yes. Yes. Matter of fact, we have, we have some big plans uh, that uh, I'm not going to get into a lot of detail, but it's uh, yes, we have several different projects in the works right now. And it's something that George and I've always wanted to do. We love doing live theater. We love doing the stunt shows. We love doing the cowboy thing, but we've been doing it a long time. We're not getting any younger. And we both love the film industry. Mm-hmm. And we're convinced that uh, it used to be where a lot of films got made in Arizona. And they don't anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it is because they took away the tax credit. So people now go to New Mexico or they go to Atlanta or they go even to uh, Vancouver. And they do a lot there. 
but we, we want to bring it back to Arizona. And being that we live here and we can do all of it here, the tax incentive doesn't really affect us as much as it would from people coming from Hollywood. Right. So Royal's Revenge is, is basically going to be our calling card to say, hey, look what we did on a limited budget with a, almost all Arizona cast and crew. And uh, we even have some bigger names that are interested in working with us. Yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. fantastic. That is so exciting. Well, on your new movie, you know, when you think of the new movie, make sure you put the Gatling gun in there. Well, it's funny you say that. Yeah. We have a concept for a, a series we may, and I don't want to get into too much, but we're going to have to have a sit down, Dan, because we, uh, we have a lot of weapon needs in that one. Yes. Oh, I, I want to be able to help you with that. I really do. That's so, it takes. so fun. And, and so, I think that, I think one part has to be where the, the gun salesman behind the counter looks a lot like Dan and maybe <laughs> if he wants to do a cameo. <laughs> so that uh, that would be super awesome. fun. But whatever you guys need, you know that. So that would be super that. fun. So George, you wrote this script. It's been, you know, something that you, you said 20 years ago, did you kind of write it and stick it away or did you come back and play with it and then put it away and play with it well, and put it away? Let me clarify. So this story is my story. I wrote it again, like I said, 20 years ago. But Kellen Garner, our director, he took my story and said, hey, can I have some liberties with it? And he went and turned it into a screenplay, and he did an amazing job. Mm -hmm. um, and the same thing with the, uh, the second half, which is now the beginning of the film. So I, the story is mine, um, mm -hmm. and it is, the script is loosely – it's pretty, pretty accurate. Pretty close. But he added so much to it. He, he layered that thing like you wouldn't believe. He really brought my characters to life. He did such a great mm -hmm. job. Well, what's, you had to play one of your characters, right? I did. It's a funny story. When I wrote the script, the character that Kellen plays in the movie is was written for me. And, of course, I was supposed to be 30 years old when I wrote it. <laughs> and uh, I was not quite 30 years old anymore. So uh, he said, do you mind if I play that role? And I said, no, I'd be, I'd be honored. So I played the lead bad guy in the movie. Um, You're not a bad guy. You're just misunderstood. misunderstood. Well, you're both you're both in the movie, right? We are. Yes, he's my henchman. Yes, I'm I'm his right arm bad guy, and uh, the the one advantage uh, I would say George and I have over most of the filmmakers is our stunt background, because not only is this movie acted well and produced well in the sound, the stunts are amazing in this movie. You did a lot of fun stuff. Absolutely amazing. This guy over here does probably one of the best horse drags I've ever seen put on film. And I'm not saying that because he's sitting right here. It's truly, he gets drugged by a horse. We're doing, oh, what was it, 27 miles an hour? And he's got a rope right tied around his, his ankle and down, a, down the dirt. Oh, oh. wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm left to mark. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a big mark. <laughs> For sure. That, no, this is real. So this isn't where the stunt guys get to have stunt guys fill in. This is where Correct. they... That's right. <laughs> We do all our own stunts. Yeah, yeah we have a lot of, a lot of good uh, – we, we put a pugilist in there, so he has some good boxing matches, and we have a lot of good shootouts and falls and fights, and mm -hmm. it's a lot of cool stuff. So can you – without giving, giving it away, like give us a, a rough idea. Is this a, a story of anti-heroes? Is this so, sort of a, a moral uh, awakening story? Like, wh where does it go? So, so the story is – the gist of the story is this. There's a – a woman with an orphanage out in the middle of the Arizona desert in the late 1800s. And a young, dirty 
land baron once needs water rights through there to grow, to grow his ranch. Long story, he ends up killing the mother of these orphans and these orphans come back for revenge 15, 20 years later. Ah. And, but they don't want to kill him. They want a revenge. They want him to suffer. So you can take the rest from there. Ooh, interesting. So Royal, Royals is the family. person's name? That's, yeah. The mother is Mary Royal. Gotcha. And the children are Royal's children. Gotcha. And with, with the, without, and the last thing I'll say is they are all on the same quest and they didn't know it. And they all end up meeting up. Oh, wow. They, they didn't plan it. it it's, uh, when we pitched this before, it started off as Ocean's Eleven meets the Old West. Correct. Nice. <laughs> I like that. It, it, it kind of takes on that feel. Yeah. And then back to Kellen Garner writing, taking liberties with my script, the, the fact that they were all on the same quest and didn't know it, that was his concept. And it, it worked out so well the so way well. he wrote it. It really did. It just really flows. Great. That's awesome. That's going to be cool. That's yeah. going to be very cool. So, um, so what do you, what, I mean, clearly you didn't have even the full length feature film originally in mind. It was going to be a short. What did you hoped for the short? And now that you have so many other opportunities, what do you hope for this full length feature to be able to, to do or say to the world or tell me about that. Well, it, it originally it, we, we shot, we wanted to shoot a short to make a full length feature. Okay. Uh, so we had every intention of doing this as a full length feature to, from the get go. It's just in this process, you know, it's expensive to make a movie. Yes. Um, but when we saw that footage, we was like, we, we've got to find a way just to do it. There, there's just no way around it. Um, George and I, we really want to transfer our entertainment business into this being a division of it, making movies and making a profit while you're making a movie and being independent. Uh, eventually, we're going to have to deal with the Screen Actors Guild. We, we know that. Uh, but we want to, we, we feel we have a crew, as, as we like to refer to them as our tribe. And very talented people can accomplish things when they're focused together. And that's what we're trying to accomplish. That's, that's beautiful. And that, um, I think, will plant seeds for even, you know, more people. It's like, if you build it, they will come, you know, mm -hmm. it's like what one man can do, so can another. And uh, maybe, I mean, I don't know that world, that Hollywood world, but, you know, maybe kind of unclench the claws of control over the creative process um, a little bit. Well, we're, the thing is that, you know, Arizona, after they lost their tax incentive, I think that a lot of Arizona filmmakers got a kind of a bad rap because there were no big films coming here anymore and everyone kind of went independent. And like Ed said, it's very expensive to shoot a movie. So you end up getting more of the low budget movies coming out of, out of Arizona. I, I can tell you, uh, I worked both in LA and here. There are so many talented people in this state that just need the opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, and Ed and I both truly believe with everything going on right now in the world, everything, Hollywood is going through a complete reinvention. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they've already annexed out to New Mexico and to Georgia and to, you know, over the past 15 years to Canada or wherever. So I truly don't believe that LA quite has a stronghold it used to. 
and with everything going on nowadays, I think, I think it's a good time. Yeah. I so. mean, really the sky, sky's the limit for, for right. creativity and, and just kind of, let's see what can happen. <laughs> you know? So, right. Right. um, and so as we just start to wrap up a little bit, going back to where you guys first started collaborating with the, uh, Rough Rider Total Entertainment, you had this really, or maybe still do because COVID has changed everything. So you have to tell me this really cool opportunity for people to kind of like be in a movie, but it's just like a little clip of a movie. Um, talk to us about that. Is that still so, happening? Yes. So when, when COVID hit our, our entertainment company that we go out and we, we entertain people publicly, it stopped, it stopped mm -hmm. cold. But we, uh, this again was one of his concepts uh, called Be a Star. And Be a we star. filmed, yeah, Be a Star. We filmed an 11 minute Western and it, the quality is just as good as the trailer for uh, Royals. And that's actually the, the crew that we got for filming Tin Star or Be a Star is the same crew we used for uh, Royals Revenge. That's how we found them. And what it is, is everything's there except the hero is missing. And what we do is at a corporate event or private party or whatever it may be, we take you, we put you in a certain outfit. We put you in front of the camera and we film certain things on a green screen and we insert you into that 11 minute Western right awesome. then and there. That is so cool. You, you become the star of it. Yeah. And how, do you, how, do you, how do you do that? Where do you go to do that at? Uh, we come to you. Yeah. We'll do a right at your event. Yeah. Once the events you. are happening again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, we're doing a lot of corporate events and stuff, and they'll, they'll want the CEO or somebody to be in the movie. Yeah. So we bring them into a conference room while all the party's going on. And the goal is we film them at the beginning of the party so that by the end of their corporate party, which is typically a two- to three-hour party, we'll show the movie at the end of the party so all their employees and everybody can see it. That is awesome. That is yeah. super fun because who doesn't want that? I mean, remember when all the rage was, you know, going into the mall and you'd put on the old timey clothes and oh, they yeah. would take your photo with the sepia tone. This is live action version mm -hmm. of that. I mean, that on steroids. Yeah. Yes. We, we were lucky enough. Our, our demo that we did our, our, so we could show it and show corporate uh, America and all that stuff uh, here in Arizona, we used the hero, the local legend, Pat McMahon. Yes. We used him. Yeah, he was. Was our, he, he Gerald? Was he Gerald? No, or just... <laughs> no, no. I said I wanted to dress him up like Marshall Good, but he, he, no, he, he wore the outfit that he was supposed to wear. And what's funny about this is that you see the hero uh, from the back and and walking into this doorway, and I'm that guy, but you never see my face. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm almost six foot three and I, you know, I'm 280 pounds. And then you see that walk into a doorway and then it flashes to Pat McMahon. Who's like that tall. <laughs> <laughs> great. It's awesome. It's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, do you have a, a, a girl version of that or does can, the girl that, version that's the best part. The, the best be part anybody. it'd be anybody. It doesn't, oh. doesn't have to be a man. Yeah. So and and the, the, much like Pat and Ed comparably, the, the more awkward it is, the better. It's, it's funny. It, it yes. plays better because there's some good comedy in the script and fun things. Mm -hmm. So it's all lighthearted. So the, the, the more, the more differences, the better in my, in my mind. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, it's, uh, so Rob Trigg from, mm -hmm. uh, from Dave Pratt studio, he plays the deputy in this. Oh, he's hilarious. Oh, and man. he actually narrates it, uh, 
the whole thing as well. And he, he's the standout in it. Yeah, his, sure. his character is just amazing. No, no. Can, is there a, a, a place where you can see some samples of that on the internet yeah, right now? Actually, at roughridertotalentertainment.com. We have the trailer for that up there as well. Oh, we have to see that. Oh, awesome. yeah. for sure. That's, you know, and we, um, when we expanded our gun shop, AZ Firearms, we were, and it, that happened right at the time that COVID hit too. But we were talking about having you guys come out and do like a little Wild West show and, you know, I don't know, fall off the roof. I don't know what you would do. And like, I really want to do that. But then there's part of me that gets nervous that, all right, so we're all about handling guns safely and keeping your finger out of the, you know, off the trigger until you're ready to fight all that stuff. And then, you know, we've worked also with Joey Dillon in the past, who's a, a trick gun spinner and okay. everything he's doing is not gun safety. And so I find myself like, you know, in my HR brain all locked up, like, oh, how do I, you know, combine but, these but worlds? So how, how can we do that and not make people you, Because you can explain to the people that, that are watching that, that the safety you guys teach is the safety that we teach as well. To Listen, we have, at any given time, we have five or six guys out on a giant set shooting guns at each other with 200 people in the audience. We certainly stress our gun safety. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, we know how to, we don't aim in certain directions. We keep our fingers off trigger. We keep an empty cylinder on our gun. You know, there's a, a whole safety protocol that we go through. Um, the same thing with doing stunts, you know, jumping off buildings, just there's safety protocol we need to go through on a regular basis. Hey, we've hired hundreds of stuntmen over the years. And I know there's some that we will not hire, whether they were wonderful or not, if they don't want to follow the safety or if they, mm -hmm. I'll tell you right now, I've had, I've had really good stuntmen tell me, oh, let me do it. I'm not scared. No, I don't want you to do it then. I want you to be scared. Yeah. I want you to respect it. Same thing with guns. You don't want to hand somebody a gun. And I mean, Dan, you know this. You're not going to give somebody a loaded weapon and say, here you go. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. You're going to teach them the way to do it safely. Because right, those blanks are just as deadly at Absolutely. close range. And, uh, you know, which I've been trying to talk to you about is make it a teachable moment mm -hmm. you know Absolutely. we we you know you announce before you start the show that you know there's all kinds of safety procedures and things like that because there's there's there is a place for it i think it'd be an awesome thing we still need to do that when it cools down or when they have maybe miss billy Moore day or something we can have mm -hmm. you guys out to do that so they're gonna be waiting. this guy out there in front of your we get this guy out in front of your audience because he's great he's a great speaker and he, he knows how to get it across and get it in people's heads. And that's what's important. And I do want to point out that, you know, you brought up Joey Dillon. Mm -hmm. But I have to say, yes, I know somebody better. What? There's always in the Western somebody better. Who? Right? And he, and, he, and he works for you. Oh. Josh? Josh Pillsbury is probably one of the best gun spinners I've ever seen in my really? life. Really? And he's self-taught. I would agree with that. He, wow. I, as a matter of fact, Joey Dillon himself complimented him on how great he was. He's smooth. And Will Roberts, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, and he's self-taught. He's self-taught. He's self-taught from, from lugging around a six-shooter at the Six Gun Theater for so many years. Yeah. He just started playing with him, and it just came natural to him. So the manager so of AZ fun. Firearms is <laughs> a professional gunsmith. <laughs> so he has time, managed to not do us, that right. so far. <laughs> so tell us. He won't uh, do that at the store. Because gun safety, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> Would you tell him to talk to us 
about other things besides the gun store next time that you see yeah. me. I'm, I'm just going to text him as soon as we're off here and go, why have you been hiding secrets from me? I need to know these things. Yeah. So, you know, jo- Josh Pillsbury, has, he, he's been a Rough Rider since 2006. Uh, he, he ended up moving to Chicago for a while. Uh, and now he's back and he's working for you guys, but he's one of our, he was one of our best stunt people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we took some young kids out to our theater about a month ago and Josh came with, and he hasn't done a, a high fall since 2014. And he got up there and he jumped off. Yeah. I, I was like, Hey, look at him go. It was like, he never stopped doing it. Yeah. That's I, so cool. And yeah, yeah, he is a treasure. And thank you for making that connection. Uh, no problem. To us. Uh, and he came to us at exactly the right time to be manager. But, you know, it's so interesting that people really have, that's what we love about this show is everyone has a story. Everyone mm-hmm. has something in their background that that they don't even think is all that interesting until we start talking. And then everybody else is like, wait a minute, what? You, you know, you know how to do yep. this or you've yeah, had that experience. So yeah, we're definitely going to have Josh on the show. We already were. But now I have a whole bunch of so, new so questions. When you, so when you text him, the name of his show was J.P. Sage, Shoot to Thrill. <laughs> and and he, he used to do the one-man show in a different theater at Rawhide, and he'd go out to the Sundown Cookouts. And I don't know how many morning shows here in Arizona he's been on, spinning his six guns, uh, promoting stuff. Yeah. Wow. How do I not know this? Yeah. I, don't I know, know it now. I tell Thank you, what, you for revealing his deep dark secrets. I'm gonna go back. Gun I'm gonna go back radio. to the store and get an LCP and have him spin it for me. <laughs> there you go. I love it. You can do it. That's fantastic. That's awesome. That's that's cool. That's good to know. Now we got some ammo on him. There yeah, you we go. Do. Happy to help. So, and I I love that we talked about you know well how if you're a corporate entity and maybe you're in the firearms business and you would love to have this fun wild west you know, stunt show, how, how do we do it when our message is about safety? So I love that we dug into that mm-hmm. and that, you know, it, it can be a teachable moment. And you absolutely you before every understand. stunt show, every stunt show we do, because uh, our main home is at Rawhide Western Town in, in Chandler. And they're shut down right now too, because of COVID. But every show we do, there's an announcement of a safety announcement. Uh, and if it doesn't, for some reason, go on, I will go out and I will, I will explain it to the crew. We used to actually, for a while there, we would get a, a, an aluminum can and put it up with the blank and it blows that can apart to show everybody. Yeah. And then um, I'm, I'm blanking. Hold it too it close. Now, though, the, blanking on it? I'm blanking on it. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the safety <laughs> thing I'm for close. kids, uh, the Eagle. Um, Eddie Cheryl, Eagle. you know what? Eddie Eagle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done work with them. Mm-hmm. On, on gun safety. So yeah, very, very big part of our business. Yeah. But it definitely is a teachable moment for sure. Yes. I love that. That's fantastic. Well, guys, I'm going to let you go. We're going to start wrapping up. Please, one more time, tell folks everything. Like how do they tell them about your Instagram so that they can see your behind the scenes pictures you were putting up? It, tell it's them. real easy. Just, just Google Rough Rider Total Entertainment and or Arizona Rough Riders because they're kind of intertwined right now. Uh, and you can find out everything about uh, Royals Revenge, uh, which is going to be super exciting. And you guys will be promoting that once we get a date that comes out when that's going to happen. Uh, we'll probably have another uh, smaller trailer once everything's done. We'll release that when we release the, the date that we're going to, you know, 
that it's going to be premiering. Uh, you'll see George and I locally here in Arizona doing the, the rounds on the morning shows. And, and uh, uh, I know Tara Hitchcock from Channel 3 has already said she's going to do a segment on it. And it's going to be fun. But also uh, our corporate stuff that we do. Uh, once everything calms down from COVID and everybody starts having events again, uh, roughridertotalentertainment.com. Everything's there. So how many people need to, to, for, to make it successful for an event like a corporate, if you're going to have a party of what, 30 people, hundred people, what? We, we've done them as far as a parties of four. Wow. We'll go in. And uh, uh, we were working an event at the Squaw Peak Point Hilton here in Phoenix. And we got asked to go into this room. These girls, they were having, a, it was a, a sorority <laughs> reunion. And there was like nine girls in there, nine ladies. And they, we had more fun in there yeah. uh, than taking yeah, pictures and being a character well, and all that stuff. Of course you had more fun in there, nine <laughs> girls. Come on. Yeah. I mean, why didn't you but, call I mean, me, Dad? I told you about things like that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Dan. Let me <laughs> click my pen here. Yeah. Two clicks is, you know what it means. Uh, <laughs> That's what uh, I thought. In, in all reality, uh, and this is something we always say, two or 200, it doesn't matter. We'll give you the same show. Okay. That's fantastic. And uh, again, the, the premiere of the, the movie Royals Revenge, it's still kind of murky because of COVID, right? Yeah. That's yeah. We do want to, we, we do want to premiere it at Harkins. Uh, we have spoken with Dan Harkins directly and the, the CEO and the, the marketing people. And uh, it's just a matter of when they're going to hit the guidelines that the governor has set out to reopen. And uh, our, our film will be done within the next two weeks. It'll be completely finished. So, so exciting. So, so I tell, love it. tell Dan Harkins that you want it in theater one at Goodyear. Yes. <laughs> biggest, it's the biggest screen. I don't know, in it's the Valley and the, the nation. The I don't nation, know, but yeah. it's wow. a good one. you want to do it. Theater one in Goodyear. It's a good one. But, See, I've, I've, right. I've, been, I've been wanting to do the Cine Capri up here. Oh, at, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. It's bigger than Cine Capri. Yeah, Theater one is bigger. It's, it's awesome. But Seneca Pre is classic. It's yeah. you know, it's been here forever. Ever, it's centrally located. I I like what you're thinking there. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much, and Vanderly right. and George Nelson. Uh, such awesome stuff. Royals Revenge. I can't wait for that to come out. Please check out the Rough Rider Total Entertainment. All the great stuff they do. Thanks again, guys. Thank, thank you, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. Oh, so fun. fun. Oh, my God. What's this about Josh Pillsbury, our manager at AZ Firearms, is a gun. You know, I talk about Joy Dillon all the time. Well, Josh is JP, right? Josh, JP, Josh Pillsbury. He is, um, he's humble. He's never going to, you know, throw his weight around or anything. So, but that's super fun to know about uh about him yeah but um and then maybe in a future movie you get to play a gun salesman behind the counter i mean that's that's art imitating life we're gonna so. have to do a background check on you here partner and then, <laughs> i love it <laughs> How about that yeah a 40, yeah. 4473 yeah. wait what is that if we're in 1872 but um uh, what was your big line from when you were in disneyland at the golden horseshoe Cafe? i'll drink to that <laughs> It was so funny. It was extra funny because usually Dan ha shies away from any of that kind of stuff. 
like they start looking in the audience for audience participation and he suddenly has, oh, I got to, I got to go make a call. I got a bathroom run something. And I don't know, maybe because the magic of Disney and his granddaughter was there and, you know, it was just fun. And next thing we know, he's playing the town drunk on the stage and saying, what's your line? I'll drink to that, but they didn't give me any alcohol. No alcohol. No. That's, that kind of sucks. <laughs> well, there is no alcohol in Disneyland, right? Only over in California Adventure. Right. Well, there's nothing so, right now. And there's nothing right now. Stupid COVID. Get over <clears throat> it already. What Let's fun get to be, back to life. What fun and, to be in the movie business and making cowboy westerns, bringing that back. Because, you know, who doesn't like a good western? And I think the problem is they just, just don't make them so nobody wants them. Yeah, but then I think when they do, I mean, they're they're classic. They're well known. They, I mean, I'm sure that some of them flop, but I can't even think of one. Yeah, but because so it does ninety percent of, of the other movies out there. Yeah. I mean, if if I mean, we probably have been to probably a hundred movies in the last year. How many can you remember the name? Mm. Right. Mm. They were all good. I think we watched a hundred movies. Well, in a year. Hundred. Well, maybe two years. Yeah. 200 hours. Well, we watch a lot. We used to go to the theater a lot. That's true. Now, of course, we're like everybody else and we binge watch whatever's on the, what do we have now? Which Apple now, TV? Uh, Tombstone. We're hooked on Tombstone right now. No, Yellowstone. 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 I'm like Tombstone's yeah, a right. movie. Yeah, right. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. That's a good show. Really, really done. We like that. Well. All yeah. right. Time to get out of here. Should we thank our guest? Yeah, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Thank him. No, you go ahead. No, I want you to think of them. Ed <laughs> Vander Lee. Thank you. Um, George Nelson. George Nelson, yes. Thank you guys so much. What a fun interview. Uh, and I, I cannot wait for this movie to come out. I can't wait for everybody who's listening right now or watching us right now to watch that trailer. Trailer's awesome. It's just gorgeous and intriguing. And uh, I, I just absolutely love it. Um, so thank you to our awesome guests and to our amazing listeners, you all out there, whether you're watching us on YouTube or GunStreamer, or if you're on the OpsLens app, which is uh, on your smartphone, or if you have gone to our website and you have typed in gunfreedomradio.com and then clicked on the on-demand tab, and then you- Binge listened. To your heart's content. Well heart's done, content. Dan. Um, we, have, we value you. Your time is your most yes. uh, precious and finite commodity. And when you spend it with us and then take the, the, the ideas and the concepts and the fun that we talk about here into your living rooms and around your dinner tables, that's everything. So uh, we value you. Thank yeah, you Yeah, we that. didn't go political this time. We didn't. We made it through a whole show without going political. Well, we talked about unions a little bit. That's maybe a little teeny bit. Yeah, if you political. don't want to get anything done, be a union. Oh. I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh. Hey, I was union almost all my life. Oh. I was union almost all my life. <laughs> I'm going to let you take the heat for all of that. I'm just saying. Cheryl said nothing. Dan maybe All said I'm something. saying is I've been on both sides. <laughs> and looking back, I would say that we could not run our small business with union workers. Oh my gosh. That's what we, that's oh what my we want to say. That's what we want to say. And our business is not that small, and we still couldn't do it. Could you imagine? That's all Cheryl said. Yeah, that's all she said. But, you know, I was Teamsters for 104 for probably 30 years. 
With, now with, people have to know why. Why do you have to be a teamster when you're a self-employed guy? Well, this before. I used to have other, another life, you know. Well, what Back was your other day. life? Well, I started when I was about 16 working. Doing moving, what? <laughs> moving furniture. Okay, thank you. Moving furniture. But don't ask me to help you move furniture. No, we're, no, no I think he's I, done with that. But anyway, so, um, you know, I, I've been on some movie sets too. Mm -hmm. And uh, it takes a long time to get something done. <clears throat> and that's all we're going to say about yeah, that. So, Teamsters, good. Um, so... Union, good. Anyway, we thanked our guests. Yes. We thanked our listeners. And now and... comes the part where you say something about praying for our nation. Our nation, yes. Okay, praying for our nation. And praying for all the people who, everyone, praying for all the people who <clears throat> need it. I'm trying to figure out to your satisfaction because you don't like it when I say, Pray for our leaders. You're just, you just, the only you way you're like going to solve that. don't like it when I say that, pray for our representatives. You said pray for everyone. You want to say name. pray for our, pray the for our royals. No, I don't want to pray for royals. Royals revenge. Oh. Uh, the people who act like there are royals and, and hand down their decrees all the time rather than being representative. Let's just pray for, just pray for all of them. Just pray for everybody, right? All right. I'll all pray, of them, Dan. I'm, all of them. Even, okay. even the ones. You know, like. who said I don't, where did I say I don't like somebody? Have I ever said I do not like somebody? On the air? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. We do have that other life, don't we? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it happened on the air or not. But anyway, be good to each other. Even have to a, the ones you don't like. Even the ones you don't like. Have a great week and God bless. Bye-bye.